I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Welcome back to the Kate and Mike Show. This is the adulting version of this, since Kate has just informed me that our pillows that we have in our new basement couch are college pillows, which... I didn't know it was a thing until now. So, would you like to say hello, Kate? Hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the show. So, it's been like a million years since we've recorded a podcast. I can't even remember the last time we did it. We got so many batched that... Well, no, because we have we did Elise's interview. Oh, It's because we've right. been doing the interviews, but you and I sitting down. The last time we did it, we were at our... I don't think we were actually in the new place yet. This is the first... No, we weren't. This is first our first recording of just podcast. you and me in our new house. So we're in yeah. the basement, which is also the entertainment room, which is also Mike's office. And Penelope's future playroom. Mm-hmm. And, um, Once we get all the stuff off the floor. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting to be in the new house. Yeah. How do you? It's been about a month mm-hmm. since we closed. Mm-hmm. And it's been a little over. We closed on July 20th, and now it's September 6th. Yep. Yeah, and then we were gone, basically, so that's like six weeks, and we've been gone four of those weeks or something, it feels like, mm-hmm. maybe three total, and it feels good. It feels good to be here. It feels really relaxing, I would say, and this is not what we we're going to talk about this episode. I feel like we should talk about what it's like to have a home. Um, I don't know how helpful that is for people. I don't think so either. We it's, try to keep it helpful not. here on the Kate and Mike show, so as much as us just shooting the shit about our life might be fun <laughs> we will do it with purpose so today's episode do is about is is called i don't know exactly the title but basically <laughs> it's about private or public where is the line between what to share so in the age of oh we got a shout out I forgot about this oh. we gotta do it now before okay. i forget sarah peck Sarah Peck, hey! I don't know if we've given Sarah Peck a shout out. She just sent me a message yesterday. Thank it was like, I'm listening to the podcast. Listening. I love that, Sarah. She's a big fan. And there was also another shout out to a teacher, a movement teacher in Rhode Island. And her name, ooh man, it might take me a second. So you should probably talk if about If you would like a else. shout <laughs> shout out to the I'll continue the house conversation. The uh that Kate doesn't want to talk about, but I'll talk about it. The I just feels good to to be in the house and it's really it's great to have our, our a bedroom set up, an office, a place for Penelope, so that feels really good. And then also we might as well do some plug-in for the podcast while we're here. If you would like a shout out on the podcast, you can hit us up on Instagram. That is probably my main source of communication at this moment in time. Mike J. Watts or Kate Northrup via Twitter or Instagram. You can go over there. And then also, I heard this, Kate. We can talk about this. But one of the podcasts I listen to, they read the reviews. Oh. And then like based off what the review says, they have a very funny... It's two guys talking. One of them is more serious. The other one's hilarious. And so they always joke... It's just a funny dynamic. So when they leave reviews, it's pretty hilarious. So we can always read reviews that are on the I iTunes. Mean, I have it right here. Oh, go for it. But where do I find those? Oh, you want to read the I thought you were finding the wo- woman's name. I can't find it. Oh. But I just, this is a shout out to Sills 
movement teacher. You're either a yoga or Pilates movement teacher. And maybe I'll find your name before the next one. But I just wanted you to say know thanks for listening. Are. You know who you are. You're in Rhode Island and you work with Syl. So uh-huh. there you go. All right. Well, let's see if we can find the kit. You have to go to the store. You can't look at it from the actual podcast. We have 42 reviews. Okay. I did not know that. 42. We have a three star. What? Who is that? Let's go really find out who that is. I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, I can't actually organize this. I should organize this by date. Like the most recent thing would be the smart thing to do. How about we do this another day when we've actually planned to do it? I think that's a good idea. Okay. But this is, well, I was just bringing, I actually wasn't, wasn't planning on doing it oh. today. I was just wanted to bring it up. That's something that we could do. What people, if they leave feedback on the review section. Also, that's a great moment to mention. We'd love for you to leave us a review over on iTunes. So you, there's a direct link. If you go to katenorthup.com forward slash podcast, you can just click right over there and there will be a direct link to go to iTunes so you don't have to search. And we'd love a review. We'd love to hear what you think. Are you enjoying the show? Do you have any suggested guests? Do you have any suggested topics? What could make it better? All those things. And we you could give a giveaway for each review that's left and we read it on the show. I am down with sending them a free gift. Mm-hmm. How do you think about that? Yeah. Right now, I found Tony Robbins' journal that I got from one of his events that I can just give away. Okay. So whatever review we read next week. You'll get the Tony you'll Robbins' You'll get the personal Tony Robbins' journal. personal journal. Love it. I like that. All right. So personal, private. Where's the line? What to share? What to not share? In the age of social media, you do have the ability to broadcast your entire life. And some people choose to and some people choose not to. So we are not the world's leading experts on this. And we're not here to tell you what to do. We're just here to share what we do and our own opinion. And I think it's a really interesting topic, and I think it's something to be what just whether what you share or what you choose not to share doesn't really matter. I think what's really important is that you are doing it consciously and not just by default. So I know when Penelope was born, we had decided that we were going to have a no social media rule of pictures of our daughter, which we kept up for several months. Do you think it was about several months? I think so. And And before we advance into that yeah why are we talking about this i'm just curious because like, was i have there... received this question okay from some of the women in origin okay great yeah i just wanted to get some yeah. context and if you want for... to know what origin is you can head over to origincollective.com great okay i just wanted like yes, some context on why context is good we are actually discussing this. yeah it was actually our london origin meetup this question was asked and I thought it was a really interesting conversation, especially as parents who are entrepreneurs, like how much to incorporate your kids into your business sort of branding or persona or, you know, how much are they part of what you're doing? And I have a lot to say about this because I am a child who had a mom who was in the public eye. So I ended up being in the public eye by default. So you know, so many people are really concerned about putting their kids in the public eye without their kids choosing to. I sort of had that situation. Not terrible. I don't feel like I was exploited or anything. But I just kind of wanted to speak from that perspective as well as from a perspective of being a parent. Cool. But then all this, I can also see this going not. So that's just one example. But yep. then people here don't have kids. Right. And then it's just not only for kids, but just right. like in your life. Like how much do you want to share? Correct. Right. Yeah. So... Okay. 
And then, all right, great. So about Penelope. So about Penelope, Penelope. what was um, it? Do you remember why I remember, didn't yeah. want to have her on so social media? So I remember, and honestly now, I still kind of feel that way, but it's much, and I think what, <laughs> but even though I post pictures of her all the time now. <laughs> you put her all in your Instagram stories. She's always in my Instagram stories. Well, they technically disappear, but they actually don't disappear. No, and people are still seeing them. Yeah, no, so I'll tell you my take on it now. So originally... Because it's not necessarily her choice whether or not we post pictures of her, right? It's completely, she has no choice in this. This is something that we're deciding. She doesn't even know. She is very good in front of the camera, though. It's crazy. You whip it out. She's like posing. So it's pretty funny. But we just didn't want to put, or at least I'll speak for myself. I don't know. You can kind of talk yourself. Where it's like because of that reason. It's not her exact choice to be out there on social media. And it's whatever we post now is literally there. The status of where we are right now in the world is as this continues. If it continues and operates for the next, let's say, 20 years. Let's operate in the the next 20 years. Those pictures of her being a baby will be there forever. Mm -hmm. Right? And so whatever we end up posting online, whether that's an Instagram story, Snapchat, those things supposedly disappear, etc., but they really don't like whatever their post, they can be picked up. So let's say she runs for president of the United States. Like every baby picture can be brought to light or every, maybe she wants to be in the FBI or CIA or something that requires extensive background searching and checking and all that stuff, or even hacking. You know, a lot of those, the celebrity women were hacked when all their, their cell phones were hacked in the past two years you know those type of things so that was my biggest concern about putting that stuff out there and now with facial recognition is taking over and especially within our own photos just from a technology standpoint i wanted to kind of just not put her online you know so and also because we have a business that operates on the internet and it's more of in a public format now it's not like a kim kardashian celebrity standpoint but there is a public presence of our life i wanted to kind of that was my idea from the beginning that's kind of the thought about it and then what shifted i still feel that way to a certain degree but it's also our life because i also didn't want it to be i also like what is i remember we met with Stu mclaren right and he talked about because i asked him that question too about putting his kids in you know it's like his kids are older so they also can participate and they will not participate and i also know you know hanging out with danielle laporte she doesn't put her son's face anywhere it's also not his choice and i know there was pictures she posted recently about it was his face and he said that they could do that she asked right so she asked for permission so he's a kind of an inward kind of guy yeah he's super introverted little, little kid so it's cool but i just like the respect of it and i think that's the biggest thing is that the respect of that of what she shares with that. And then also like talking to Stu about it. And then the same thing with what I don't like is the fact that like a lot of parents put their children like bathing and then they censor it all out or like butt pictures and things like that, I think is Even super inappropriate. Some degree sleeping pictures. I have yes. posted a picture, a couple pictures of Penelope sleeping. I will say, you know, a baby sleeping is like the sweetest thing ever. However, moving forward, I have to say, like, that's a really vulnerable position. And I don't know that I would, I certainly wouldn't post a picture of you sleeping unless you gave me permission. And that's not something at this point that Penelope can give me permission. So I would never post a picture of her naked in the tub 
sleeping no. or doing sort of or like sobbing, crying, just like anything. You know, I think about myself. Would I want a photo of me posted like this? And if the answer is no, then I wouldn't post it of right. Penelope either. Yeah, 100%. Like being vulnerable in vulnerable situations. And I just thought like because of what we're in, like, so I'll just speak of not necessarily what we're doing, but like I'm a dad who has a daughter and also a husband, right? And then so sharing pictures that I feel are more appropriate in fun circumstances and situation, I think now is like... I don't... You know, there'll probably be a time to... And it's an ongoing process because as she's able to start... Maybe she doesn't want to have her picture taken. I don't want to force it to have her picture taken. You know, it's like, I don't want to... If she's like, I don't take my picture, I'm like, great. You know, I'm not going to or try to force something. I guess the biggest thing is I'm not using it to sell things. Like right. that is, I guess that's what sums that it up. That for me that is, is a my very biggest, clear that, line. Yeah. That's my fear is like using my daughter's face to sell things. And I will say and, this, like we on the Origin page, on the Origin overview page, there are a couple pictures of me and Penelope and I felt really mixed about it. To be honest, one of yep. them is a picture of the back of her head and one of them is her face. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I'm going to just be perfectly transparent and say, like, I'm still a little unsure. But the truth is, like, Origin is a membership community for moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I want to really create that sense of connection for our ideal customer, which is I'm here with my daughter. Like, I want to connect with you. So... Very tricky. Very, very tricky. I don't really know the right answer, but we're in conversation about it on an ongoing basis. And, and so, so I, to, oh. just to kind of finish up with, it's like, it's same thing with Gary V is that his kids are nowhere, right? They're no, yeah. And even his wife yeah. basically is nowhere. So, and it's, you know, a lot of feedback people get with it is like, do you even hang out with your kids and wife? Because he's so public. And I mean, it's clear he works a ton, right? That's obvious. He even says that. So, but he took the whole month of August off, right? So it's like, and even till now, he hung out, you know, he goes on vacations and trips and all that stuff. But like, besides the point where it's like our business is us working together, and that's also incorporating, like, our daughter's a part of that. And I also, one thing that trigger that has changed for me regarding with Penelope has been the fact that one of our friends told me, to you'll have to probably correct the way I'm going to say this but she was like keep doing what you're doing because it's healing in itself and I didn't quite understand that at that moment in time but just me like hanging out with Penelope and taking pictures of being with her is that especially if I look at where we are in the world today from a non-creepy dad situation so like Donald Trump to me is very creepy when he talks to his daughter you know in the way he does in a public format it's super inappropriate and just women in general. And so it's like if I can show that there is really good dads and dudes and like hanging out with my daughter and our future children when we have more, I just think it's a good, it's healthy. Yeah. It's like loving. It's like there's a dude hanging out with his kids. Well, and I think you it know. is. Yeah, this was our friend who said, you know, keep doing what you're doing because seeing you be a dad and be so present with her and so active participating is really healing for me. Yeah. And she was like, and it's healing for the world. Yeah. And so I wanted to when make... I heard that I was like, wow. Okay. There. So there's always two sides to everything, right? right? Like being a dad somewhat in public turns out to be really healing for some people. 
Who knew? Which I didn't. Of course, that was not. Never part thought of, the of it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so it's. It, I think it's now. It's like when times are fun. You know, when when Penelope and I are hanging out and like doing some fun things, or we're hanging out, the three of us. I'm okay with it's not as I don't want to. Ex, my biggest concern is export ex, exploitation exploitation, and because that's my biggest concern, that will never happen, right? right? So. And I want to make sure that not just like with what we have control over, but also what other people are doing, that they're not doing the same thing as well. And so I think as long as I have the concern about it, because I am concerned about her privacy. And as she gets older, like we will continually have these conversations. Yeah, so we will. Yeah. So there's kind of like and I have a very similar thought process about it as a parent. You know, I try to make sure like on my Instagram it's like maybe one out of every 10 photos is Penelope, maybe one out of every 20. I don't want my entire Instagram to be our daughter because while she is a huge part of my life, there are a lot of other things going on. And I use social media primarily for business. The How much is, am I a part of your Instagram? I don't know. Oh, maybe one you don't, every, you out don't of gauge every, it. I don't, I don't oh. gauge it because I'm not trying to protect your <laughs> privacy. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I don't know how much you're on there, honey. We can go through and look. <laughs> I don't care. Anyway, she doesn't have a choice, you know, so I'm really trying to be more conscious of that. But I will say as a kid, I had people come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, I feel like I know you. And they would know these stories about me because my mom wrote about them in her books. You mean as an adult? Like that as happens an adult now. And also as a child. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it was my mom's first book came out in 1994 and I was 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I will say, like, it's been a mixed bag overall. Like, it's not traumatizing. I don't feel exploited in any way. And my mom generally has been really good at asking for permission before she tells stories. But because I was a kid, I don't really remember what she asked about. You know, I don't really remember. And to be honest, I don't know. You know, sometimes I'll read sections of her book to get some information. And I'm like, oh, wow, look, that story's in there which I didn't know. It doesn't mean she didn't ask for permission. She may very well have, and I just didn't remember. And there's nothing in there that's, like, incriminating or anything that I wouldn't write a blog about, you know? <laughs> so, but it is, it's a, it's weird. I will say, like, it's a weird feeling to have somebody come up to me and be like, wow, I know this about you, I know that about you, but we've never met. But I will say it really prepared me for the business that we have because, now I willingly write about my own stories on the internet or in books and people say, oh, I feel like I know you, but you know, I've never met you. And so like, it's weird. The internet is weird. Public, being a public person is weird. And even sometimes like I'll tell my friends a story and realize, oh, I wrote that about that in a blog. Like, and then I'll remember, realize that they read it already. It's like a weird moment. So mm -hmm. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to do it, but I will say as a child who, you know, I was on the cover of my mom's book, Mother Daughter Wisdom. I think that cover was shot while I was in college. So it was definitely, and it was obviously I was totally willing to do it. And like, yeah, it's like weird, but fine. I guess is, I guess is like, I'm not giving like a straightforward thing, but I just want to be really careful and anytime I'm writing a story about a friend or my mom or whatever, I do really try to ask for permission to say, hey, you know, I want to share this. I'm happy to change the details. I'm happy to change your name. Nine times out of 10, people are fine with it because they see that it serves a greater 
purpose, but I do really try to ask for permission and then at least everything's clean. But it's really tricky. And I'll say like one of my favorite writers is Glennon Doyle. And her books, Carry On Warrior and Love Warrior, she shares way more than I probably ever would about her personal life. And it's part of the reason she's such a great writer, because she really goes there. And the humanity is so raw. But it's also like, oh, gosh, that's her. You know, that feels good to her, that level of transparency. And then what level of transparency feels good to each person? And that's such a personal choice. And it's just to really say, like, what is this for me? Yes, there's the thing about other people, but then is this, am I sharing this because I want attention or am I sharing this because it's going to help somebody? And those can be two very different motives. And whenever I'm sharing something, I really want it to come from the perspective of I'm sharing this because this is going to help somebody. Because otherwise I can just journal about it. Right. Basically. <laughs> I mean, those are two massive differences of what you just shared. Yeah. So I think that's cool is when we are posting. Because you see a lot of things, especially on Facebook, you see a lot of things that people just want attention. Right? They're sharing things going. It's a hard thing in their life. And I think we can talk a little bit about that, about when is the right time to share. Because we just did a pretty public from breakdown to breakthrough is that what it was yeah for our yeah, podcast for our podcast yeah. and but like that was also like we had been digesting that for several months right we but that's in the also of part of it right exactly that's the thing right there you just you know it's like kind of hitting what you're talking about where i think it might be in the beginning when you're going through something it's like we want the attention for help right it's like we're posting something that we want to go through help via instead of waiting a month or a week and have go or through it yeah or a year or two years or five years or 20 years you know it's going through the digestion process to really process it because then our reactions will be much different you know in that responses of what so and now that triggers exactly what you just said about now it could help someone right and you know i don't think it's a hard and fast rule like never share something when you're in the middle of it i mean i've shared personally plenty of times when i'm like i'm having a really hard day with mothering and da -da -da, you know whatever but i probably wouldn't share right in the middle of like a crisis in my marriage or there's a degree of things right and i think that if we are needing help like if we're really needing help and support we need to have a circle of people in our actual life yeah. that we can turn to. Because I have sent out SOS texts or for sure in moments many, 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 many times to girlfriends or, or made a call or said, can you meet for tea? I need to talk something out or, you know, called my mom or whatever. And it's not to say that the community we've created online isn't real because I treasure it. And I, you know, I do consider it very real but i don't want to post to eighty thousand people on facebook looking for you know i might ask for recommendations on what's the most eco-friendly way to clean your couch but <laughs> not probably marriage advice so i mean but everybody's a little bit different and some people's brands are far more transparent like hey here's me every day real raw and I do admire that. And I don't consider ourselves overly polished, to be perfectly honest. I think on the spectrum of like real to overly polished, we're probably on the more real side. I would but at never the... consider myself overly polished. Oh, no, but at the same time, like 
You mean like filtering? Like, like making it filtered too pretty? Or too pretty or like, you know, I'm not so worried about my hair or my makeup or, yeah. you know, that kind of that's thing. That's what, when people come know. up to me and talk to me about stuff, that's one thing they say is, Mike, you're very too pretty. Overly produced. Yeah, overly produced and too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the number one feedback mm-hmm. piece I get, mm-hmm. which is what I'm trying to go for. Yeah. So I like to put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, no, I, it's just I something to think about for each of ourselves. Like, what's the line for you? And I think the line will shift. Yeah. Just and like think, it did with us. Like, we were like, no social media of Penelope. And now she does pop up from right. time to time. And I remember we have a friend of ours who started doing consulting work with a number of, like, online personalities and brands and stuff. And I remember talking to her about, like, how's it going, you know, since you started doing this? Because it was a new venture and she was talking about where it's really interesting to get behind the scenes of what's actually going on, you know, and we have other friends that have worked with very large, very, very large personalities and brands and hearing the stories of what that was like behind the scenes is not necessarily what's always in front. And I said, well, you know, what's, you know, how is that for you because of what's in front of the camera and then what's like behind the camera or blog or whatever that may be. And she said, it's a little challenging to work with. And I was joking around. I said, isn't that just awesome that you just know Kate and I and, you know, we're... She goes, no, it's actually true. Like, what you guys put out is actually who you really are, not, like, on camera or in a photo or behind a blog. Like, you're pretty much the same personality. And I was like, I took that really as... uh, I really took that as a lot of respect. And it felt really good to hear that because I don't want to present something, as you say, is over-polished, like you just commented on, and that's not who we are. Not at all. You know, it's like, I want to make sure that what we're doing in real life is also... Now, you know, there's degrees of that, right? We're not we're not videotaping. This isn't reality TV. Which you, is even produced and changed. Correct. I mean, so that's It's thing. also filtered as well. So, you know, we filter what goes out into the world, but at least it's still... It's along the same theme. Like, it's yeah. our life is and my, who we are. My filter remains, is this going to be helpful for someone else? Yeah, which like, is great. If I'm posting something and I feel like, you know, ultimately, no, this is not going to be helpful. Like I'm just posting to post or I'm just, you know, then I don't do it. Right. So that's my filter. I'd be curious what other people's filters are. But I really recommend remaining in the conversation about what feels good to you, what feels good for your family, because there are not going to be hard and fast rules for every single family and for every single person. There are no rules. That's the whole thing. So mm-hmm. you have to make your own and then also be willing to change them. Yes. Because... You have to be flexible. You know, when Penelope might, just like you said, one day be like, nope, no pictures, nothing. And I would totally respect that. Mm-hmm. Say, great. I mean, we respect it now. Like, if she's like, do you want to, you know, it's like... Oh, yeah. I'll say, can I, can I have a hug before bed? And sometimes she'll say no. And I'm like, right. okay, good night. Then I love you. I mean, yeah. it's a bummer, but it's also like, I'm not going to force my kid to give me a hug. No. Or can mama have a kiss? No. Okay, fine. No. You know? So I just think that that's so important too, is to like respect our kids' physical boundaries and also respect. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really like there's no forcing of kisses or hugs that's how you know even today last night she comes up to me and goes hug hug or maybe it was this morning or something i mean i think she she did it twice in the past two days and it really catches me off guard and i'm like okay sure i'll give you a hug you know and then i appreciate it more versus like trying to force a hug from penelope which doesn't happen you know it's like i want to make sure 
I don't know. There's this thing that like we that I've noticed being a parent of a two year old is that people don't treat babies like humans. You know, they're like this different alien being or something that's not existent. And it's just like, well, every kid's so different. It's like, well, no kidding. Like, I'm 35 now since my birthday just happened a couple days ago. So happy. You should. Did you watch my Instagram story on my birthday? It was hilarious. I would like record things and I'd be like, okay, people, why haven't you sent me a message yet to wish me happy birthday? Like, what are you doing? And then it would go to the next video and I'd be like, why are you still watching this? You should be sending me messages right now for my birthday. So it's pretty funny. But anyway, the, you want me to move this little thing? No, I forget what I was talking about. What was I talking about? I got off track there with the birthday. About you're 35 and you're... Oh, yeah. It's like I am my own individual person just like she is at two, you know, or just like she is at day one. So, like, we're all operating so differently. And I think that's one reason we shared, you know, it was like hard with the sleep books or all of those (laughs) sleep training things that we read and... And it's really listening to ourselves and figuring out what's right. And so it's like, I just treat Penelope like a human being. Like I would treat you listening to this. Hopefully, Kate says, you know, not as grumpy. I don't want to be, you know. I'm has a little bit of a problem with being grumpy. I'm sincere yet slightly irritated is what my theme of my life is. So I might seem irritated, but I'm actually not. Maybe sometimes I am, but I'm very sincere with everything so yeah that's would be and i think it's where just to treat her with that respect just like anybody else because probably somebody on the street doesn't want me to just come up and give them a random kiss and a hug that'd be kind of a little inappropriate and then people can go to jail for that now so why do that to our kids great yeah so i'd love to know i'm i'm super curious you know let us know in the comments over at katenorthup.com forward slash podcast what do you think What's your line between public and private? What are your filters? You know, I shared my filter is, will this be helpful to somebody? It's cool. I would like to hear that. And I'm curious, you know, what's your take on this? Do you never post your kids? Do you sometimes post your kids? What kind of stories do you share? What do you share? What do you not share? How do you decide? I just think it's an interesting conversation. And I think it's a conversation we all need to be consistently engaged in. And then do we want to share about, or do you have another, do you have a part two of this? Do you have something else to add? No, that was it. Oh. I guess we kind of already talked about like for ourselves, like when you're writing a blog post or you're reaching for help. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's always, is this going to be helpful? Yeah. I like that. Cool. So thanks so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. And we are going to start reading those reviews and doing giveaways. So maybe we'll pick yours. And we can't wait to see you next time on the Kate and Mike show. Have a great rest of the week. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. This is Kate, and I have a special invitation for you, which is to a free workshop that I'm teaching called the Sustainable Success Workshop. This is a three-part video workshop. You can get it for free over at sustainablesuccessworkshop.com, and it will teach you the strategies that I've been using to do less yet achieve more more revenue, more time freedom, 
more creative fulfillment, and to work in a way that we can imagine doing for years to come without burnout and without exhaustion. So if you feel exhausted and burned out by the way you've been working, if you feel like you have too much on your plate, I want you to head over to sustainablesuccessworkshop.com. You can get on the list over there for the workshop, and I promise you what I am teaching you have not learned before. The number one comment we have gotten from this workshop is, why did I never know this stuff before? Mind blown. So head over there and I will see you for the workshop.